Have you been looking for answers? Maybe you've tried to figure it out on your own. Have you ever felt defeated? Did you consider giving up? Maybe you needed some encouragement or a clear path to take. Today, we have a solution for you. It's personal. This podcast is designed to offer a different solution to you from a biblical perspective. We believe in spreading God's love, empowering you, and helping to uplift you through the Word of God. It's not about us. It's all about Him. This is how we figured out. It's personal. Hello, everyone. We pray that all is well. The Lord has given us another day, and this is the day that he has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I don't know how your life is going, but God, he is still good, and he's worthy to be praised. Welcome back to It's Personal. I'm truly happy that you tuned in. Sorry for the delay. Uh, been off since September, but we have been encouraged. Although I have not made anything new, I have been encouraged. We had people to go back and listen to old episodes, and that's another reason why I thank God for this podcast platform. You can go and get it and grab it whenever you need it. But we are here. We are back getting back on track. And I just want to do a quick shout out to the state of Nevada. God has allowed us to reach our 26th state. Uh, Continued shout outs to Australia, the Philippines, Russia. They are still tuning in. And to each of you that are here every week, the ones that have been anticipating a new episode. I truly thank God for you. And here we are today. We're back. So take this time to share this with a friend, with a loved one, because we are still gaining new listeners. The Lord has allowed us to surpass 1,000 downloads, and we are inching closer to 1100 and this is my first episode since September and we have still been growing but we thank you we're back and just like always shall we go to God in prayer shall we pray Father God Lord we thank you for this day we thank you for your grace and your mercy Lord, we thank you for keeping us and for allowing us to come back together one more time, oh God. We are just praying that you continue to give me the strength to continue to give me the boldness to do your will and do it your way, oh God. We're praying that everybody that is tuning in, that they are blessed 
by your word, Lord God, that they are receiving something that they can take back with them and live by and help their brothers and sisters in the Christ, oh God, because we are here to build our spiritual relationship, Lord. We are here to embrace our spiritual relationship. And Father, we tell you thankful. We thank you because you have been so good to us. You've been so good, Lord, and you continue to be good. You continue to show us grace. You continue to show us mercy. And Father, we just want to tell you thank you for everything that you've done for us. So Lord, go before for us, touch our hearts and minds to receive your word. And Father, I say this prayer in your darling son, Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. So here we are, we are back, and I just want to go to Hebrews chapter 8, Hebrews chapter 8. We're just going to focus on some more... Um, on the forgiveness, more on forgiveness, more on forgiveness, because in order for you to go in a new direction, you first need to know and understand that when it comes to Christ Jesus, that you have been forgiven. Don't look at what you've done in your past. Don't let anything in your past stop you from moving forward in your future when it comes to your relationship with God. Can I say it again? We cannot let anything in our past Stop us from doing the will of God for our future. Can I say it again? Somebody's going to get it this time. You cannot let anything in your past stop you from doing anything in your future as it pertains to God. Because we're going to learn and see today because of the new covenant that is Christ Jesus and what he did for us. He allowed us to start afresh, start anew, do a new thing for Christ. And here it is, chapter 8 of Hebrews. I'm just going to read down to where I want to start just so you can see what's going on, what's taking place, what's being talked about with Christ being our high priest. It says, here's the main point. We have a high priest who sat down in the place of honor beside the throne of the majestic God in heaven. It says, there he ministers in the heavenly tabernacle, the true place of worship that was built by the Lord and not by human hands. The place where the Lord sits, Jesus, he sits in a place that was not built by man's hands. He sits in the kingdom of God. And the Bible says, verse 3, and since every high priest is required to offer gifts and sacrifices, our high priest must make an offering too. If he were here on earth, he would not even be a priest. 
since there are already priests who offer the gifts required by the law. They serve in a system of worship that is only a copy, a shadow of the real one in the heaven. This is comparing and contrasting the old covenant and the new covenant, what the priest did in the old covenant, and then what Jesus did, which was, which who was the ultimate sacrifice for our sins. And the Bible tells us that the system that they lived by, that they were accustomed to, was only a copy. Mm a shadow of the real one in heaven. It say, for when Moses was getting ready to build the temple, God gave him this warning. He said, be sure that you make everything according to the pattern that I've shown you here on the mountain. It said, but now Jesus, our high priest, has been given a ministry that is far superior to the old priesthood. Again, this is the new covenant being compared to the old covenant. It said, for he is the one who mediates for us a far better covenant with God based on better promises. Good God Almighty said, if the first covenant had been faultless, there would have been no need for a second covenant to replace it. Verse 8, but when God found fault with the people, he said, the day is coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and Judah. It said, this covenant will not be like the one I made with their ancestors. When I took them by the hand and led them out of the land of Egypt, he said, they did not remain faithful to my covenant. So I turn my back on them, says the Lord. He said, but this is the new covenant. Good God Almighty. I don't know about you, but I thank God for the new covenant. What is the new covenant? He said, but this is the new covenant I will make with the people of Israel on that day, says the Lord. He said, I will put my laws in their minds. I will write them on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. He said, and they will not need to teach their neighbors, nor will they need to teach their relatives, saying, you should know the Lord for everyone from the least to the greatest will know me already. And I will forgive their wickedness, and I will never again remember their sins. So when God speaks of a new covenant, it means that he has made the first one obsolete. It is now out of date, and it will soon 
disappear. So in this, in this we see the grace of God. Not only that, but we also see the mercy of God and the love that he has for his people. So with this new covenant, Jesus has come and he's died and he's been resurrected and he was and is the new covenant. We now live by this covenant and in the old covenant, the people's sins weren't really forgiven, but here uh, 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 they were forgotten. They were forgotten. Uh, every year, uh, the people, they remembered their sins, which were brought on by the sacrifices that were made for their sins. But when it comes to Christ, Christ came and forgave us, and he forgives us for our sins, and he no longer brings them up. But my focus is verse, verse 10 through 12. And just looking at God, he, the people uh, disobeyed him. They weren't faithful to the covenant because it was humanly impossible to follow the laws but he said this new covenant, he said, I'm going to change the approach. And with this, all a part of God's will, rather than it being external, it was going to be internal. Can I say it again? I said, rather it be external, this was going to be an internal change. Because the only way that you're going to do the will of God is if you have a change on the inside, if you have a change of heart, if you have a change of mind. Why do you think I always pray for our hearts and our minds before we go into study mode? How often before you worship, before you praise, our living God, how often do you say, Lord, touch my heart. Lord, touch my mind. Because that is very important. And, and we see that right here in verse 10. He said, but this is the new covenant I will make with the people of Israel on that day, says the Lord. He said, I will put my laws in their mind. And I will write them on their hearts. The only way we're going to embrace our relationship with God is by us first having a changed heart and a changed mind. And he said, after this, he said, I will be their God and they will be my people. Why? Because they know me. Why? Because they love me. Why? Because there is something on the inside 
<laughs> working on the outside. Can I say it again? There is something on the inside and is working on the outside. And as long as you have some good things on, <laughs> on the inside, I'm here to tell you, nothing can defeat you or lead you astray because the power of God that is within us is greater, far greater than anything that can come against us. And he said, I will be their God. They will be my people. You ought to tell yourself, it's personal. He is my God. He is your God. It's personal. We are his people. It's personal. Somebody may say, well, earlier in the scripture, it was to Israel and Judah. Yes, but it's also to the church of God, the people that believe and that receive his only begotten son. This is for me and you too. This is something that we all can live by. And I just believe if we are truly willing to change our lives, only thing we have to do is surrender and say, Lord, search my heart. Lord, search my mind. And he said, and they will not need to teach their neighbors, nor will they need to teach their relatives. Saying, you should know the Lord. He said, for everyone from the least to the greatest will know me already. Why? Because the Lord said that he was going to put his laws in their minds. He was going to write them on their hearts. Look, <laughs> when we think about writing uh, on my job, I I can write on whatever I want. People get tattoos and things of that nature. And you can get that all over your body. But let me tell you, there's only one person that can write on your heart. There's only one person that can put things in your mind. And that's just how deep our spiritual man is. There are just some things that only God can touch. There are only some things that only God can change. And I don't know about you, but I'm thankful for his spirit. I'm thankful for his son. And he said, for everyone will already know him. And what I like about it is, just think about everything you did. Well, he said, and I will forgive their wickedness. Good God Almighty. God said, I will forgive their wickedness. There have been some times, even today, that we are wicked. There are some times that we 
are not who we should be. But we thank God for Jesus because, because of Jesus, the Lord said, I will forgive their wickedness. He was the ultimate sacrifice for our sins. And I don't know about you, but this next line makes me happy. And he said, and I will never again remember their sins. You know, sometime in life, whether it be on your job, whether it be friends, family members, relationships, if you do something wrong, people, they will remember it, and sometimes they'll bring it right back up to you. Well, let me tell you about God. He said, and I will forgive their wickedness, and I will never again remember their sins. This is the reason why we cannot allow anything that is behind us stop us from the things that are in front of us. We cannot look at things that we may have done wrong in our past and let that stop us from moving forward from what God has for us in our future. Because you know what? We are still fighting who? The enemy. And the enemy don't want us to move forward. So when those thoughts come in, you know that's not God. Because his word said that he would not do that. But that's just the enemy trying to get us to stop. To stop changing. To stop trying to get it better, to stop trying to live for God. That's the enemy reminding you to stop you. The enemy reminding us to stop us. But I want to remind you because there are greater things ahead of you. And if you believe there are greater things ahead of you, when Satan put those thoughts in your mind, I want you to tell him that God said that he will forgive my wickedness and that he will never again remember their sins, my sins. And I just want to tell you, I don't know who you are, it's time to move forward. It's time to receive what it is that God has just for you. It's time for you to stop being held back. And I want you to move forward because I want everybody that's listening to this to move forward. And that's how you embrace your relationship is when you know that you know that you know that it was the Lord Jesus that died for your sins. And this is not saying that we're going to be perfect, but yet still this is hope that the Lord loves us. This is hope 
that there is better for us and that we can change. Why? Because there are only certain things in our lives that only God can touch. That is our mind and our heart. So you ought to release today. Give him all the praise and glory because he didn't have to do it, but he did. And I thank God for sending Jesus, his only son, to die for my sins so that I can move forward. And I just stopped by to tell you, this is my word for you today. Move forward. Go forward in God. Start progress. Keep your progress. And when those negative thoughts come to your mind, I want you to remember that he said, I will forgive their wickedness and I will never again remember their sins. Well, this is it. Today, you all, I hope this has been a blessing to you because we are fixing to start moving even further with this walk with Christ. But before we move forward again, we have to remember and know, remember and know that we've been forgiven for our sins. If you accept the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, that you will be Save, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. Thank you, Jesus. So I don't know who you are. Maybe you want to talk more about that. The website is up, or you can send me an email. All of my information is on the website, ipministries.org. I hope to talk to you soon. Or you can just send an email and say, hey, Sanford, we am truly enjoying this. And I pray that you share this with your loved ones, your friends. Thank God for Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Pandora. Only God can do it, you all. So you all be blessed and walk in God. Smile because you are alive. Smile because you have your health and strength. Smile because it could be worse. And smile lastly because it will get better. God bless you and God keep you. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to this particular episode of It's Personal. We thank you for your continued support and pray that you leave empowered and encouraged to stay with God. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, leave us a review. We would love to hear from you. Feel free to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Stay connected by following us on Facebook and Instagram at It's Personal Ministries. Before we go, we would like to leave you with this word of comfort. It's not about us. It's all about him. This is where we realize it's personal. Until next time, God bless.